and welcome to Couple Skate. I'm Emma. And I'm Jocelyn. And together we are <laughs> Couple Skate. The best. <laughs> um, welcome back. It's been a couple weeks, right? Yeah, I think it's actually been quite a while, though time passes <laughs> so quickly and slowly at the same time i have no idea we were going to try and get together this weekend but you had the uh death flu i had the worst which you offered to me flu. and i, I and i, I said come over. Yeah. come over i was like i'll pass how's wednesday <laughs> that was the kind of stomach flu where at, at, at a certain point you're like laying on the floor and you're like whatever you want to take from me you can have it like I like I always feel like you're an atheist until you've been puking for 48 hours and then you're like god Allah whoever I don't care whatever you want from me take it you don't think how did I earn this like what did I do to deserve this that's where I would go rather really? than offering up myself I'd be like I did something so terrible no I always instead I'm always uh I always end up like trying to make deals like <laughs> I swear to god I won't eat any more wheat for a month I won't like I just end up being like I'll give whatever why you does want god to- not want you to eat wheat <laughs> everybody knows it's in the bible Jocelyn. <laughs> that's, that's a very good bargaining chip <laughs> I could give up like all these things. I thought you were going to be like, I'm going to volunteer at my local shelter. (laughs) No, I just was going to give up wheat for a No wonder you are always losing that. There's my dog. I'm going to, you talk. I'm going to, hi. They heard we were podcasting. This is one of their favorite times. They love to come and hang out. Oh, are you guys podcasting? We got thoughts. We got thoughts. Yeah, we just need a mic. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I feel like, that's the kind of stomach flu, like, I don't know why we bother torturing anybody, because I feel like you could just give people that virus and sit back, and then in 48 hours, and be like, whatever you want to know, <laughs> I just need some ginger ale. Because, <laughs> you know, you hit, like, a point of thirsty, where you're just oh, yeah. like, I just want to drink, and that's when you're like, tell us where and the are. And your, like, stomach are. is, like, sucked in on itself. It's just, yeah. like, cramped, because you've been, those muscles around your stomach have been just spasming like crazy, and yeah. just... You're just sore. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was terrible. That's, I think, um, the first, Dylan is the first person that I've thrown up in front of. Like, and I was married for like 12 years and I never had thrown up in front of my ex. And, um, and I, like, and I wouldn't have even considered it. Like, that's a very, that's the most intimate, that's intimate. thing. Like, I'd let somebody put their tongue in my butt before I'd throw up in front of someone. That's so What intimate. about their about tongue both? up your butt when you have that flu? That's intimate. That's terrifying. That's what, how we should get information I think that Paris. means you're married then. <laughs> Babe, come eat my butt. I'm so sick. You're together forever now. That's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. I don't know how we got there. <laughs> that went down the rabbit hole whoops but he he a few years ago i um i was really sick and i i fainted Mm -hmm. i was taking a bath and when i went to get out i like full-on fainted like eyes in the back of my head and when i woke up he was like smacking my face and like are you okay are you okay and then i like leaned over and just puked everywhere (laughs) and that sort of broke the seal for me yeah and he just sat and like patted my back and well you know also he has kids so puking is probably not as alien to him as say like your college boyfriend or something well you know yeah well although i bet your college boyfriend probably was really (laughs) really was around some puking mine was yeah (laughs) there was lots of puking i don't know it just always 
I, I he, part of it is he has such a strong stomach, like he does not get phased by it at all. Where it's like, if you threw up right now, I would throw up. Also, <laughs> just I, I would rem- not throw up right now. I just would. I would. I would probably figure out some way to psychologically. <laughs> Like, push that down just so that I wouldn't have to be so ashamed of myself. Wait a minute. Are you saying that you can't be vulnerable? (laughs) What I wondered is if I could lick your butt. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start there. Jocelyn wonders if she can lick Emma's butt, and then we'll have the like, most listens we've ever had. Oh, yeah, I need to know that. I need to know that, too. Let's not post that on my personal Facebook page. Um, okay. That is a good question. Could Which is harder for you, letting someone lick your butt or watch you puke? Because for sure it's watch you puke for me. For sure. Like, Dylan licked my what? butt way before. Watch, I let him watch it. Yeah. Oh, way, way, way before. I don't. I, I. I. really feel like I cannot weigh that, those options. They're. I. They are both hideously bad to me. <laughs> what? Who doesn't like their butt licked? That's crazy talk. That's. That's how you. That's like. I'm not a dog. Bro. No. 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 But you are. You know. <laughs> no, because like that's like you know a guy um, who doesn't look butt is that's a really hard question for me because I am very. Um unclean <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i was gonna say like i haven't even farted in front of a boyfriend in 10 years what yeah is that true that's true in fact the boyfriend before the last boyfriend i had was so freaked out by the fact that i'd never farted in front of him in the year wow yeah so would you, would you fart in front of me i doubt it <gasps> Jocelyn. But see, I wouldn't take, don't take it personally. Oh. I mean, I don't think I would fart in front of anybody. Except Why? What, what happened? I, I don't feel like it's like, I, I'm, I, I do it on purpose, or I don't do it on purpose. I just don't behave in that way in front of other people. But like. I don't even like to eat in front of other people. So it's like an, it's like a pretty big intimacy thing then. Because it's like a, it's a farting in front of someone implies. You know me. You like me. This is this is cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I've never felt like I've had that luxury with people. I've always felt like just one step away from them being like, yeah, we're not friends anymore. No, you can fart in front of me whenever you want. <laughs> That's so generous. That's and like... I really do believe you. But it's a trust issue. I have lots of trust issues. Okay. Well, when you're ready, <laughs> I would love for you to fart in front of me. Okay. 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 Deal. Like then that'll be mean more to me than that necklace you got us. <laughs> the matching necklaces. I'll be like, oh, you farted. And it'll be the biggest day ever. If that happens, it might be an emergency. So. <laughs> <laughs> could you, okay. Could you puke in front of someone before you farted in front of them? Since it's like more involuntary. You know what? I have lived on my own for so long. Mm-hmm. Like the things that you're talking about are things that happen when you're cohabitating with people. I don't cohabitate. So, you know, and I haven't in a long time. Mm-hmm. And how actually, long? how long has it been since you lived with someone? Um, maybe seven years. Okay. But even when I was living with the person seven years ago, they had a job that uh, they had a commute. And so there was a lot of time that they weren't there. And they also were you a just fake six hours a day <laughs> yeah. while they were gone. They were also like a fake military person. Oh, yeah. So they were gone on regular weekends and stuff. So I've always been pretty, I've had a lot of my own time to do those things. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. 
I I have to say, like, I I did the same thing. Like, I when I started dating Dylan, I didn't fart in front of him for like probably six months. It was a very long time. But Dylan, the first, oh man, will do it the immediately. First time we ever had sex, the very first time, he got up out of the bed, walked and was walking out of the room. And when he hit the doorway, he just let out this <laughs> massive, massive fart. Didn't even pause. And I remember being like, "Whoa, this guy's Shit's a machine! Real. Like, who does that? Who farts? Right?" And like, came back in, like, never acknowledged it. And like later, when we'd been together a while, I was like, "You farted in front of me right after we had sex." He's like, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck." And I was like, "What? Kind I love of- you. You're amazing." So my the first guy that I ever lived with, who I totally adored, but he was a very formal person. I remember one time I was dyeing my hair in the bathroom with the door open, and he walked by, and he kind of like. <coughs> You know, his head went back and his eyes got really wide. And I was like, what? And he said, isn't that something you should do in private? What? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and I, I was so surprised because I thought, am I supposed to be doing this in private? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I'm like dyeing my hair like fire engine red. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like part of it's like a trendy thing. He's one of those people that believes like towards the end of your pregnancy, you're supposed to go into what did they, what did they call it? Not consumption. Nope, that's not it. Hiding, basically. But then you were supposed to confinement. You're supposed to spend like the last four months of your pregnancy when you looked pregnant, like alone so that people didn't realize anyone had sex. You know, right. Right. But you should go into confinement for your hair. <laughs> yeah. So now. Now, whenever I dye my hair in front of somebody, I think maybe I should be doing this in private. <laughs> That's funny. I have a, a good friend who um, he and his wife were married for six years and they never mentioned ever that either one of them pooped. They never talked about it. They also, there was never any indication. But why do you have to talk about it? <laughs> First of all, poop is a great subject. Well, and no. Then, no, they, they never, there was never, like they never saw the other person go into the bathroom or saw any sign that the other person pooped. I could pull Either one off. of them. Like they pulled off this like sneak poop for like six years. I've actually thought the house that I live in now, which I love and I've lived in for three years, I've, it only has one bathroom. And I've seriously considered like I'm going to have to move if I get in a relationship situation where there's somebody like regularly staying over or moving in because I don't think that I'm comfortable. My house is tiny. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to have a one bathroom situation. Yeah. You know, where it's like, it's a confined space. So this it's an old house. We're in my bedroom right now. So this probably just appalls you because we have a, a toilet in basically because the bathroom is connected to the bedroom. No door. The toilet is just sitting next to the shower this is your nightmare, basically. It's not my nightmare. It's just that I never feel that comfortable with people. <laughs> like, I never can just, like, let down my guard and feel like whatever, whoever I am is fine with them. Mm-hmm. It never is, it by is. the way. It's, it's fine with me. It, well, yeah, but you're not, my, you're not yeah. my boyfriend yet. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the interview is going well. <laughs> well. She looks butt. Sounds like a winner. <laughs> She has a toilet in her bedroom. <laughs> no boundaries. I lived in a motorhome with Raleigh. Oh, no. Or my, I'll bleep that. But my ex, because I try not to ever use his name. But um, we lived in a 22-foot motorhome for three years of our marriage where the bathroom was right next to, I mean, literally next to the kitchen. And the only thing that separated it was a paper door. So you, if, if you were in there using it, the person like in the kitchen could hear everything, smell everything. There was no privacy 
whatsoever. But I also kind of grew up like that. Like, I have so many siblings. We had one bathroom we shared. Like, you were for sure taking a shit while someone was showering all the time. Like, you were always sharing space. I had three siblings. That never happened. I never would have allowed that. Uh, You know what? I will tell you. One time, I went on, like, a three-day weekend with this guy to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So we had one room and one bathroom. And we hadn't been dating that long. But you can't go three days no. without taking a crap. So I would get up in the middle of the night. I would wait till he was totally asleep. And then I would get up oh my go God. to the bathroom. And he was just polite enough to, like, pretend he was sleeping still. No, he actually, like, called me out on it. And he was like, did you ever poop this weekend? <laughs> and I was just like, no. Nope. And then you just <laughs> threw a smoke bomb and disappeared <laughs> forever. I was like, guess we're breaking up now. <laughs> Because I cannot tell you this information. I used to be uh, much more shy about it. And when I went to gymnastics camp, um, and this I do this bit on stage. Um, when I went to gymnastics camp in the sixth grade, I didn't poop for five days. Yeah. And I was in so much pain and doing flips and somersaults. But I, I, it's not, it wasn't a matter of couldn't. I wasn't constipated. I just was like, nope. Like I have, I guess, enough willpower like that to just not poop. I yeah, I did that at 4-H camp. Shit cameling, I'm calling it. I'm trying to get it to take <laughs> off. I feel like it's a good word. Shit cameling, where you're just like, nope, I'm not pooping here. Yeah. I'm going to hang on to this. this yeah, and your mine. stomach's like a hard rock. Oh, God. I was so It's actually sick. really, really dangerous oh, for yeah. you. Yeah. My, uh, my mom's good friend, she, she was the one uh, who was married, and they didn't poop in front of each other. And when they first were together, she didn't poop for three weeks, and she ended up having to go in and have part of her colon removed. Yeah. And um, she had such bad sepsis that they had to, like, clean out her stomach. And, and But they told her that it was because she wasn't pooping. And she told she had them, like, tell her husband that it was um, appendicitis. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's there, commitment. That is, yeah. It was appendicitis. That's Fuck like you. every time I hear somebody says they have a kidney infection. I'm like, you know what? It's a urinary tract infection. Yeah, just say UTI. Yeah. You just can say, say UTI. UTI. Yeah. It's, it's not a kidney infection. People don't get of. those very often. No. You had a UTI. Yeah, you had a UTI. Isn't that embarrassing? <laughs> You're not special with your stupid kidney. I am one of those people who says kidney infection because having a UTI, I always felt like a little embarrassed of. Yeah. Like, everybody does. Yeah. And they say kidney infection. And the rest of us who have also had UTIs and the have women. called them <laughs> kidney infections know what you're saying when you yeah. say you had a kidney infection you're saying uh i didn't pee after sex that's what you're saying <laughs> i forgot to pee after sex what you're saying is i had a lot of sex yeah and then i didn't pee after yeah yeah i used to i used to have chronic cystitis i used to have i had a bladder infection basically for like two years and just had From it, all like, the sex constantly. i was having <laughs> no but finally but i would go in and they would say no you don't have one so i just had all the symptoms of it right and just chronic and chronic oh, God, and had it. The worst. it was so painful. i used to get them a so lot awful. more like like every 6 months i would get one and i would do the cranberry pills and all the stupid hippie bullshit yeah. and then the antibiotics and nothing helped and then finally somebody was like do the opposite of that do instead of trying to make yourself acidic you make yourself super alkaline and i haven't had one since oh wow yeah so ladies ladies <laughs> fun we're late giving all podcast. sorts of yeah no nope. let's talk about periods now <laughs> oh let's do <laughs> let's do first i want to get a sh- give a shout out to our sponsor and um i want to tell you usually it's uh we always give a shout out to our sponsor melanie flabbing for flabbing melanie flipping flabble full well uh 
And because she's our uh, most loyal listener, and she takes beautiful pictures, and she's just the sunniest, sweetest human being. She's also an art artist. She's also an amazing artist. Oh, I saw her stuff at, at Flying M. Yes, she amazing. has a show that's closing. So if you live in Boise and yes. you haven't seen Melanie's show, go, go to, to the Coffee M. House, where she also decorate, designed the cups. She didn't decorate the cups. Oh, she, she designed the cups that are adorable. Yeah, those are so cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a fantastic artist. And I loved the stuff hanging there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, sat, I'm Melanie, I'm sorry, because we have a different sponsor this week. <gasps> really? Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. Um, my ex let me know that his father <laughs> and his father's girlfriend, they listen to every show. <laughs> and they report to him, what a real bitch I am. <laughs> Didn't they already know that? Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's like, for some reason, they need to keep confirming it. This is going to be a fun listen for them. <laughs> This whole show, you've set it up. I know, I know. Brilliantly. They're like, oh, sex and farting, what a, what a bitch. <laughs> but um, I just, I wanted to shout out because I thought Melanie was our most loyal listener, but apparently they don't only listen to this podcast, they listen to everyone that I do, and they report back to him what a terrible mother um, and human being I am. And I just wanted to say, thanks, guys. For listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you guys, you guys really know how to care. <laughs> And, I don't know, maybe find a different hobby, because that's a weird one. <laughs> that's actually the worst hobby. Hate listening to Hate things? listening. That's a, that's a big time investment. Um, my ex said uh, that he was like all, because they had told him that um, I do one with my kids. And right. they had been like, she does one with their kids, and it's so dangerous, with the kids, and it's so dangerous. So he, he listened to it to make sure, and he was like, yeah, this is fine. But they had told him that I that this one, a couple skate, was super bad and that we I say a bunch of inappropriate <laughs> stuff and that I'm super hateful about my mom. And he was like, Look, no offense, I listened to a few minutes, but it's just ladies talking and talking and I got enough of that when I was married to you. <laughs> yeah, we thought that maybe we should put a warning on yeah. the show that if you're recently divorced <laughs> And you don't want to listen to women complaining. Yeah. This is maybe not the show for not you. Not the show for you. He was like, ah, oh, I just listened to it and was like, ah, oh, I don't have to put up with this anymore. And I was like, good. I'm glad you enjoyed Not our target audience. Your ex-husband. <laughs> he, he did say it sounded like we were having a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he wasn't, he's, we get along fine, which yeah. is, makes it even weirder that those two those two kids. Right. They've decided to make that an men. issue. Great. So I just wanted to, you know, thank you guys. You're keeping the numbers up and, you know, making us look good, making us look like we have a lot more <laughs> listens than we probably do. And I appreciate you. Yeah. Preach, guys. Preach. <laughs> That's all. And also, I want you guys to know that I, I donated $25 to Hillary Clinton and to Bernie Sanders <laughs> in your name. I really did do that. I really did that. Yay. Because, partly because, and this was before my ex had told me uh, about the whole thing, but um, my kids came home and they said that my ex-father-in-law has a bunch of Hillary for prison posters oh, Jesus. Um, in boxes and stuff, but that he had put them all over his house. And my son was like, why did you put these in your own house? <laughs> like, you have these, are you, do you forget? Like, are you walking around sometimes and you forget how much you hate Hillary? And you're like, oh, right. Thank God. Thank God. These posters are up. Hillary for prison. And uh, so I, I, the kids, my kids love Hillary and Bernie. And they're super liberal. Go fuck yourself. And so we donated money to Hillary and Bernie because we thought they were. I'm proud. That's like the real productive way to deal with something that's real negative. Yeah. 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 I thought so, too. I was pretty proud of them. Good job. So, yeah. So what do you got this week in moms? We both have some fun moms. 
Um, well, I just, you know, I, I usually say something that's kind of, kind of crappy about my mom, which then always makes me feel really bad. But I did get a letter from my mom that I just wanted to read you part of because... Wait, can I just say something first? Yeah. That was one of the big things was like that they were like, um, she's shit talking her mom. She's shit talking her mom. And I was like, what have you never had a fucking mom? <laughs> you don't have, like, have you never had a mom? That's what a mom is for is like, I adore my mom. Right. She's exactly. my favorite person. Right. She drives me crazier than anyone on the planet. Exactly. That is your relationship with your mom. That's the people that are closest to you. Yeah. You're going to have the most complex relationships. Yeah. With. Like I am, when something happens, I immediately go to her. She's my biggest supporter. I adore her. She makes me bananas. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm going to fucking talk about how she makes me bananas. Partly because a lot of the shit she does is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's read your letter from your mom. I'm super excited. Okay. So it's just a short letter. My mom sends me a lot of letters they're all handwritten and she you know Did like she she'll call them? me yeah 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 and in fact she called me um i got this letter on like a thursday and she called me on wednesday and she's like well i just put a, a letter in the mail to you so she like you guys like are preps so me oh my god i wish it said i farted <laughs> mailing each other notes no she says um i'll just read this part of it she says um i have a cold and dad is a lot better uh i saw a podcast of a comedy question mark <laughs> With Emma and Jeff, but I couldn't seem to download it. Frowny face. <laughs> the pic of you with them is so openly happy and charming, so I'll try to access it again. <laughs> How are your new capris exercising? <laughs> <laughs> because she did, in fact, get me some new exercise pants. <laughs> as she would How call them. How are your new <laughs> capris <laughs> exercising? <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. And I was, I, you know, I, I thought it was really cute that she saw the picture of us Yeah, and that she was like, oh, look how happy she looks. And, but I'm really glad that she wasn't able to access that comedy podcast question mark or podcast <laughs> comedy question mark. That was mark. the one Jeff and I made. You're talking right. About. Okay. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. it was the one of, there was a, a dramatic situation yeah. <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago and uh, we will, we all kind of rallied together and yeah. took a cute picture. And then you had posted, if you want more information about uh, this crappy thing that happened, you can listen to this podcast. And so she would have been, I think, disappointed to find out that it wasn't a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast. Or maybe she would have been disappointed. She just would have been very concerned yeah. that because she had set it up in her mind that it was going to be, be funny. funny. Yeah. 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 And also, I don't know that any of the podcasts that feature you or Jeff would be really to her taste. No, I don't think so. <laughs> They're not formal letters. So do you write her a letter back or do you just call and be like, I got your letter? You know, I used to be really good at corresponding because we were raised to write letters mm -hmm. and my siblings all write letters. And when I didn't live in town, I wrote a lot of letters. Um, but I've gotten terrible about writing letters. Mm -hmm. Now I write a lot of postcards. So I just wrote all my thank you notes for my birthday gifts, including the uh, oh exercise God. pants. You're amazing. That's an amazing... <laughs> I didn't get you a birthday gift. I got your dog a birthday gift. That's so right, I which is what I want. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on it. He writes very slowly. Also because of the vision. His vision yeah, is his, bad. Yeah, no good. <laughs> so. That's so funny. I love that you guys write letters. I haven't... I'm, I don't write letters. I text... Yeah, that's not but the that's same not, thing at all. Nope, that's about it. Yeah. She she texts a little bit, but she really, you know, she has the time. Who has the time to write a letter? No, yeah. You know, she'll like set her little desk up and, you know, she'll get up at 10 a.m. and drink her coffee and then have an afternoon to write letters. I mean, she doesn't have like a job where she goes to yeah. work. 
So her I time is to, her own. The, the only letters I've written in a really long time was I used to write the letters letters for the kids when they would go to camp. Yeah. And so and I write them beforehand so that they'd get them at camp. And then a couple. No, last year. Um, two of them came home with unopened letters in their suitcases. (laughs) And I was like, you didn't read my letter. And they're like, yeah, I live with you. Thanks. Oh my gosh. My mom loved them. But then two of them were just like, ugh. when my mom used to go on vacation or go on a trip, like she went on a couple of overseas trips when I was, um, a kid and she would make us a box that had, um, an envelope in it for every single day. Wow. And then, so every day you would open it up. It was like an advent calendar and it would have like a pair of earrings or it would have a little Aww. saying in it or it would have like a little toy of some kind. That's yeah. so sweet. And she would do that. She has four kids. Yeah, that's she amazing. Like, she did like a little care box for when she was gone so you would, yeah. you know, wouldn't miss her too much. That's so sweet. Yeah, really, really nice. I bring my kids candy from the airport. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's not quite the same. Step it up, Emma. I started, like, when I first started traveling, I would pick out something, like, cute and stuff, but I'm gone, like, a lot of times I'm gone enough, but then also I hit, like, a different city every day, so it's hard to have time to, like, find something cute to, you know, a lot of times I just don't shop and or do anything. do you think it's kind of... Yeah. That's, anytime I've gotten, Arthur is different. Arthur loves a little thoughtful thing, <laughs> and he'll always be like, bring me a little thing. And same with Dahlia, but Calvin and Henry do not give a fuck. Like, yeah. They're just like, thanks. Do you have any cash? Yeah, they just want candy. <laughs> they always are just like, bring me candy. So I just usually, that's what I'll do is I'll stop at some little candy shop and just bring everybody some Texas-shaped sucker or something like that. But beyond that, no, I don't do adorable little advent calendar things. That's very sweet, though. That's very sweet. My mom, um, she just went to Texas, mm-hmm. and she, my mom never travels, ever. And it was, I'm really proud of her. She, my... Um, yeah, I thought you said she never, like, went on a plane. She never, yeah. No, I mean, I don't think she's flown since, like, 1993 or something like wow, that. Wow, things are different. Yeah. A <laughs> little different. And she, my cousin was getting married, and at the last minute, she was called me and was like, should I go? I feel like I should go. And I was like, you need to go. You should go. Because all her and her sisters, or all her sisters were going to be there for the first time since my grandma died in, like, 2001. Wow, So yeah. she was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, I guess, actually, my grandma died um, September 10th, 2001. So that's the last time my mom flew, was September like, right after they reopened the flights, after September 11th. Crazy. We all had to fly to Michigan with a body. So that was interesting. Um, but anyway, so she she called me up and was like, you're so good at flying. Help me find tickets. And I helped her find some tickets. She insisted on a nonstop flight. She was so stressed out about a layover because she was like, I can't just, you'd have to change planes. And she was really overwhelmed by the whole thing. So we got her tickets. We got everything. And then at the very end, I'm like, okay, give me your, your debit card number. And my mom's like, oh, I don't, I don't have a debit card. <laughs> I was like, what? You're 60 years old. How do you not have a debit card? And she's like, well, I've got your dad's here and so she's reading me the number and i'm like how how do you not have and it wasn't working because she had gotten one of the numbers wrong or and she didn't know you had to have the expiration thing and like and i'm like how do you not have a debit card like how like you're 60 how do you not how do you function like i never have cash and she was telling me she does everything with cash she pays for everything with cash she cashes her paycheck and then gets like she has these little envelopes that she budgets everything it's actually probably a really smart system, but she just does everything with these little envelopes of cash that she goes and pays things out of. My my parents share a debit card, which they just got like a year ago. <laughs> They're also, I mean, my parents are in their mid-60s. Mm-hmm. And my mom acts like it's like 
uh, it's like gold, like it's a pot of gold that we should all be so impressed that she has this debit card, which she keeps in like a little bag. It's like not even in her wallet. It's in a separate compartment in her bag. And we'll go get coffee and she'll be like, I've got a debit card. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well then. (laughs) But my dad gets so offended if people don't take checks. Oh. In fact, he has stopped like shopping at certain places and he'll say, well, I can't even believe it. They just won't even take my check. I'm like, that's because nobody writes checks. No, uh-uh. Nobody wants your shitty check. No. <laughs> yeah. My mom still writes checks. Same thing. She still will write. She was writing a check at Fred Meyer and I was like, what are you, what are you doing? What are, what's Whereas if I have here? to write a check, I'm so irritated. Oh, yeah. Like I have to write a check for my rent. And so then I have to have this checkbook, which I have to remember where it is yeah. because I write one check a month. Yeah. I'm like, Great. Yeah, I only write, I write one check a month, and it, every month I'm like, I, where, what happened to that thing? Yeah. yeah. So, it was cute. She had a really good time. Good. She um, had told me that if she, because she's very afraid to fly, so she was going to take an Ativan. And I was like, don't do that. <laughs> You're going to be so fucked up on that plane. Don't take an Ativan. And she, but she made it all the way there sober, and she was very proud of herself, and she went to the wedding and flew home sober. <laughs> Not, didn't even have to take an Ativan. She was quite impressed. Good and she called me and she goes, I can't believe you just do this all the time. In and out of airports, in and out. Just like going through security like a like a real <laughs> traveling woman. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> You're so modern. It really is impressive. I'm so modern. I'm just in and out of airports. <laughs> I remember being really, really afraid of the process of flying as mm-hmm. a kid. Like I remember thinking I could never be one of those kids who have to fly alone. Like how you would get through mm-hmm. the airport it all seemed really confusing and intimidating and then you know after you do it a couple of times you're like oh i totally have this yeah like there's a lot of signage <laughs> i was really similar to my mom even just when i started touring with comedy because like i hadn't traveled at all and when i first started like the first time i was supposed to go to new york and that was like the first time i'd gone anywhere in years that was flying anywhere and I was, like, nauseous the night before and, like, totally terrified about how, about security and all of it and had, like, lots of anxiety. And then it took a couple times before I was, same thing, yeah, you're like, oh, you just, you just follow you the just, instructions. Yeah. <laughs> you just, oh, okay. And I, now, now, since I... And also we have cell phones. Yeah. Which I which think for, like, our different. parents, like, I remember my mom talking about her, her dad running through the airport in all these different terminals, like, trying to find her. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I could imagine if you didn't have a cell phone, like, that could be a potential crisis. Yeah, it was, uh, it was probably much more terrifying. I, I think that doing comedy in L.A., because sometimes I'll do three or four shows where you're just, like, you're bouncing from room to room to room. And you just, you know, I just hop in an Uber, go to the next place, hop in an Uber, go to the next place. And, like, I can't imagine you got your, like, giant map book that you bought and you got your rental car and you're, like, trying to figure out stuff. Like, it must have been a totally different experience even 10 years ago. And and having a cell phone, yeah, I just kind of am, like, I don't even know where I'm at half the time. I'm just kind of following a little dot somewhere and... It's all, it's all very easy now. It's mm-hmm. very simple. It's not like it used to be. You can still make it hard. My yeah. parents, you know, they don't use their phone for, like, getting around. And they travel no. a fair amount. So they get what the um, AAA calls the triptych, mm-hmm. which they have to order. Um, it's like a customized map. Oh. So you give them where, you're, where you are and where you're going. And then it's like this little flip book yeah. that tells you exactly how to get there. So they order a triptych wow. for wherever they're going. I, when my mom, she at first, the flight I found her, she was going to have to um, stop in, a, in Salt Lake, which is not a big airport. I mean, it's not Boise tiny, but it's not 
crazy. And I was explaining to her, like, you'll just have to go from this place to this other place. And she was like, will you draw me a map? And I'm like, I, I can, but there are maps there. Like, you can also just ask someone and they'll be like, walk down that hall. Right. 500 feet. It's right there. look at the signage. Yeah. But she was so nervous. So I get that. I yeah. used to be that nervous, but I'm not, I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> I'm a traveling, I'm traveling <laughs> professional now. You are impressing everyone right um, now. Just so everybody knows, I'm also pre-check. So yeah, little respect, please. Thank you. Pre-check and I look butts. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, you have a good. Who do you hate this week? Okay, so I went to a mid-afternoon concert today because it's tree fort in our town which is like a music festival and they have all of these different events uh kind of leading up to the main event and i was there a little early so i thought okay i'm gonna run in and get a coffee and as i was paying for my coffee the lady's like oh you have to we have a five dollar card minimum i'm like fine no problem so i said give me one of those macarons you know Mm -hmm. the little cookie yeah and I didn't really want it. I just wanted my coffee, but I had to get the $5 limit. So I'm like, whatever. So then I go up into this concert and I sit down and I have the little cookie in the bag, in the, like the white paper bag. And I put it into my purse and I'm just sitting there. And like a few minutes later, the girls behind me (laughs) say, why would you ever put a macaron in a, in a purse, in a bag? (laughs) Excuse me? You're, like, criticizing me that's for a, my cookie handling, like, behind my back? That's, like, a very strong opinion <laughs> about... Why would you About ever? none of your business. <laughs> so, anyway, that's not my who I hate. But it reminded me, because I kind of turned around and glanced at them, like, what the fuck? And they were both eating bagels. And I was like, you're judging me... For putting my cookie away, which I don't want because I'm in a concert and it's at a very intimate venue and I don't want to be like chowing down on my cookie and you're eating just like full on like bagels and cream cheese in this like 30 seat venue. Yeah. You know, like who's more in- inappropriate here? Like I'm not going to call you out on that right now unless you're like criticizing me for my Are cookie they eating. Are going to get crushed? I don't understand. <laughs> well, that's what I'm guessing is that he thought it was a very delicate cookie. But then I pulled it out of my bag later after lunch and it was totally fine. Okay, how, what's the age? Because when you were first saying this, I was, I was, like, picturing, like, 19-year-old, like, tree fort. Yeah, 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 they were, like, in their mid-20s. But that sounds like something, like, a (laughs) six-year-old arts chair board person would be like, oh, that's not proper (laughs) macaron handling. Like, I couldn't even believe that they had noticed, like, the type of cookie. Did they call it macaroon, or did they call it a macaron, like you're doing? I think they called it a macaron. When you texted me that, you were like... The thing about how they said, "Why did you put a macaroni?" I'm like, "Like macaroni?" And no, the like, was the like little, no, it's a little little French like, oh, cookie that's, that's cookie. like a it's like one color. <laughs> anyway, but because you know, putting handfuls of macaroni in your purse is definitely <laughs> weird. <laughs> but it made me think. I have been to several in several situations um, where there's an audience and a performance space, and people are eating. And I feel like it's kind of inappropriate. Yeah. Like, I went to another concert once. What um, kind of music? I don't know why that matters. It was a singer-songwriter. Like, it was quiet music. Okay. Okay. So, it's not like a punk rock show and you're eating a bagel. What even that? That's so dumb. <laughs> why are you eating a bagel? You're moshing and eating right. a bagel. And That's it was weird. like, you know, it was like 10.30 in the morning. You know, I'm sure it's your breakfast. Whatever. But what I'm saying is, I don't think that my behavior was no. so 
it's not culturally remarkable. inappropriate that somebody should feel the I need to call find me out these girls on it. and be like why why do you care about the macaron but one time i went to um another like uh, there was a festival called lotus music festival in bloomington indiana when i lived there and i went uh to this venue for i, I think it was like um maybe it was even kind of church music or something that was very ethereal and quiet and like supposed to be very uplifting or whatever and this woman pulled out a tuna fish sandwich <gasps> no. No. and it was like a tuna fish sandwich that had been sitting in her car getting warm all afternoon it was ripe wow and i was so offended by that no that's very gross i was just like you're in here with 300 people stinking the place up yeah. like we can't concentrate on the music because of the smell and she's like it's like wrapped in wax paper and she's like <sighs> eating fucking a tuna fish sandwich then one time i went on a date with this guy we'd never gone on a date before we met at the movie theater he's like oh i don't have any money they only took cash so i like paid for him to get into this movie we go sit down the lights go out he pulls out a burrito <laughs> from his backpack and proceeds to get eat. a backpack oh, yeah boy. i was like oh i get it you didn't have any money to pay for the movie because you stopped and got yourself a burrito he didn't even bring you a burrito no and it was like a stinky burrito who brings a backpack anytime i see somebody with a backpack well, we I'm were like, in college i don't you know. i mean i was in grad school burrito <laughs> burrito backpack guy everything about it one. everything about it was totally wrong that's that's inappropriate and so i have I, I would like to say that the people that I hate this week are people who bring inappropriate foodstuffs to concerts. That's a good <laughs> or one. Or movies. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't have I don't have a person I hate, but I have a follow up to somebody you hated. Okay. Because you said you hated um, women who apologize for eating lunch. Yeah. <laughs> and I did sort of that. I caught myself doing sort of that, Terrible. but it's like worse almost <laughs> what I did because I was. Um, I was at um, Liquid and I was performing and the waitress brought my food and I, it was a salad. I had gotten a salad. And when she came, I apologized profusely for ordering a salad. <laughs> like like it was this gross, embarrassing thing that I had done. And I was like, I'm, I don't usually eat salads. I'm sorry. I, I usually, what do you I had, a, I had two hamburgers like for lunch and then one for dinner last night. And I just felt like I should have something. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it's not what you think. I don't. I'm not like a salad person. And then I, I same thing, like, because people kept coming back and talking to me while I was eating. And I kept being like, I don't usually eat salad. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like a weird reverse version of I can eat lunch today because I didn't eat yesterday. I'm like, I'm a garbage person normally. <laughs> but this is what you're seeing. This isn't me, this salad situation. I don't know. And I realized that I, I'm one of, maybe I'm one of those people who apologizes for lunch, except worse. Yeah, I think I and you're worse. eating in a performance venue, but I will say that but no, if I was they in the do, back. I was in the green room. Well, even then, they serve food there. Yeah, that's one yeah. thing. Uh, what I'm saying is, you're bringing in your own. Yeah, food. Yeah, I didn't bring in a tuna salad and then apologize for it, <laughs> which you should. You should. <laughs> <laughs> I hate tuna. So gross. I hate it. I when the kids eat it, I make them because oh. um, my my kids like to eat it just out of the can, and I make them eat it outside because the smell of it makes me sick. Yeah, like I can't eat it sick. either. It reminds me of some like terrible thing that happened to me in my childhood. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something. <laughs> we were all touched like by tuna. having to eat tuna fish. <laughs> we were all molested by tuna when we were about eight, and it's really stuck with us because gross. Uh, yeah. yeah, no. Oh. So that's my, that's my only 
I, I kind of hate everything a little bit because I'm super pms So my – what do you hate this week is everything a little bit. But just I should have brought lot. you that macaron, which oh, was shit. totally fine oh, in my bag. God, if only I had a little bit smashed macaron right now. That would make me so happy. I took a picture. It was flawless. <laughs> I wish we could find those girls and be like, hey. You know what is terrible? It's like – I am constantly self-conscious and mm-hmm. self-aware that I'm somehow embarrassing myself. Mm-hmm. So the whole reason I put it in my bag was I was thinking, I don't want to like eat this and like make noise or get like crumbs down my coat or something and then be embarrassing like a gross person. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that what I should have been embarrassed for was putting it in my bag. Maybe there's a lesson in that for you that you need to stop giving a shit <laughs> because no matter what you do, People, if they, like people are going to judge you, right? No exactly. What you do, so you might as well. You're just, never going to be able to preempt them. You might as well just fart <laughs> in front of people because they're judging you no matter what. You can't make me eat that macaron. <laughs> we're going to get a fart on this podcast for sure. That's my goal: is, is we're going to eat a bunch of beans and then fart on this podcast. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> All right, uh, I have to go down to Liquid for the open mic, and um, this is really fun. I yeah. missed you. Yeah, I'll I know. We're going to do this again sometime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. You once, twice, three times.